Hi, everyone. This is Too Young to Be Old podcast with me, your host, Diane Gilman. Each week, my guests and I will share insights, advice, and more than a few laughs to empower and inspire women over the age of 50 who really need to embrace the aging process. We want to encourage you to pursue your passions and dreams no matter what decade you're living. Too Young to Be Old podcast is intended to educate, empower, and foster connection with our community. Please note that this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or care. So with that said, let's settle in, get comfortable, and let's get started. Hi, let me introduce myself. So my name is Diane Gilman, and you may know me for many things or not at all. This may be our first introduction. May, however, have seen me on QVC HSN for the last 30 years. I was called the Queen of Jeans. I was the number one fashion personality on teleretailing. Why? Because I invented a jean truly with unique measurements for the middle aged female body. And that gene took me around the world. I became an international personality and television sensation. And my company, Diane Gilman, DG2, became a hundred million dollar a year phenomenon. But if you didn't buy my jeans, you might have bought one of my books because I'm also an author. My first book, Good Genes, not as in good genetics, but as in good genes, came out in 2013, right after I'd invented the DG2 gene and really chronicled a life very autobiographical. However, December of 2022, I introduced proudly my second book called Too Young to Be Old, which is exactly how I feel and is now the title of my new podcast, which you're listening to right now and perhaps looking at. Besides being a fashion designer and an author, I am also a very grateful breast cancer survivor. And a big part of Too Young to Be Old is about that journey, how I took that journey, how much it changed me, and how much I look back on it as a really productive and really positive learning experience. Now, you know me as a designer. You might know me as an author. You could know me as a breast cancer survivor. But I am also a pro-aging advocate. And a big part of my visibility in society and being able to put out a message of hope for women over 50, because let's face it, girls, aging is tough for us, came from that light bulb moment in my life when I was 60 years old and invented the DG2 gene. I woke up one morning, I felt invisible. I felt I was looking at a stranger in the mirror. I couldn't believe the changes my body had gone through and I couldn't get into a gene. I'm the cool girl that dressed rock and roll stars like Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, the Jefferson Airplane, Rod Stewart, a Cy and the Family Stone, it goes on and on. 
Oh, Jim Morrison also by hand painting denim and leather for them in the 60s and 70s. And now I couldn't fit into a jean. So that's when my pro-age advocacy actually started. I thought, wait a second here. Hard enough to grow old, and especially in front of a TV camera, but now I can't even wear my favorite article of clothing, a jean. No, there were there was no clothing out there for a middle-aged body with mine with a spare tire around the middle. So I took my measurements. I invented the jean. I made my own pattern. I used to be able to do that. We sewed it in my design room in New York City, and it changed my life. Just wearing it changed my life. Felt reconnected to my youth, felt a bigger sense of self-esteem, felt so much better about my interactions with people. And you know what? I thought, okay, wouldn't this be something millions of women wanted to feel and look like? Well, guess what? Believe it or not, women's fashion, that industry is dominated by men. I must have knocked on a thousand doors to get backing to do that, financial backing. And what I heard was, quote, who wants to see fat old chicks in a tight bottom? Well, I do. So I brought it to my female CEO at the time at QBCHSN. I got my chance and boom, it was an instant sensation. Because so many of us past the age of 50 find that nothing from youth or middle age works in our favor anymore. So are you 50 and feeling neglected, feeling passed over, feeling invisible? Are you the invisible woman like I was? Uh, we're here to not only solve that problem, but to give you information and inspiration and heartfelt stories about women that conquered that, including me. I don't think that it was the easiest playground to be in, um, to be on television constantly in front of a camera as I aged. But you know what? I didn't even get on TV until I was 47. So I was already in a very unique position. And I felt that my sisterhood, which is what I called my viewership and fan club, aged with me. So we were in it together. Well, it is time to form that community all over again, but do it on a wider scale. Because did you know if you're over 50, you are part of the largest generation on earth, the baby boomers. And we are the majority of America. We are the voting power. We are the spending power. We are the viewing power. And yet, we're the 800-pound gorilla in the room. What is wrong with that picture? I'll tell you what's wrong. In the 60s and at least half of the 70s, we came together. We were a societal force. And then we all started to break off and live our own lives, get married, have kids, have careers. It is time to reunite. You know what? I hate to use a hackneyed phrase, but there is strength in numbers. How is this all going to happen? 
you feel like, and I do too, I'm just one little person, one person who wants to age differently, to age with more energy, to age with more health, to age with more activity, to age with more dignity. I'll tell you how. We are a capitalist society, and guess what? Follow the money. So I'm going to start with someone I know, actually a couple of people I know. I was thrilled to see that the 2023 cover, multi-age cover, of Sports Illustrated had Martha Stewart at 81 years old on the cover. Bravo, Martha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear a lot of noise about, oh, well, that's okay for her. She had facelifts and, and a lot of Photoshop. I don't know about the facelifts. I never asked Martha. But Photoshop, come on, give the woman a break. She's 81 years old in a bathing suit on the cover of an international magazine. And whether you like the Photoshop or not, whether you love the photograph, which quite frankly, I did. I thought they did. The team around her did a superb job. She's 81 and she got that cover. What does that mean for us? Well, let me go through another couple of friends I have. So next one I would say would be Harper's Bazaar magazine. Two years ago, my friend Iris Apfel, the accidental icon, at 100 years old, was on the cover of Harper's Bazaar. And oh, by the way, Sports Illustrated, highest viewed magazine cover this year in their history. Harper's Bazaar, huge sellout issue with Iris in a gorgeous evening gown. Was it a little photoshopped? Eh, a little. Iris is not vain, and she would never really demand that. But good going, Iris. Bravo to you. Another acquaintance who I have idolized for years, the model Carmen, the great white-haired model, on the cover of Vogue this month, Eastern European Vogue, at 93 years old and looking elegant and regal and beautiful. And just one more, Vogue magazine, Philippine, 106-year-old artist on the cover and beautiful. So you can see as those magazines sell and pique interest and honestly give all of us hope if we just kind of filter out the jealousy and the mumblings about, oh, this and that and filters and whatever. And by the way, I do want you to know that for me, at 77, about to turn 78, no filters. I'm just going to do it authentically and naturally. I also want to go on to Hollywood because I grew up in Southern California, in LA, in Hollywood, in Beverly Hills. Life was over with for an actress at about 35 or 40. I remember when Michelle Pfeiffer literally hit a brick wall. Good roles ended at just under 40 years old. Well, 2023, the Oscars, haha. We had Angela Bassett, 64, Michelle Yao, 64, up for Best Actress, and Michelle Yao won for Everything, Everywhere, All the Time. A great movie, but a movie that demanded 
amazing physical acuity and way beyond anything you'd think of for a normal 64-year-old. But she was in martial arts all her life. And Angela Bassett, wow, talk about those biceps, unbelievable. And then Jamie Lee Curtis at 65 won Best Supporting Actress. Oh, and by the way, I failed to mention, there is also this year an amazing thing happening back to publishing again, but also kind of ha-ha Hollywood. People Magazine, most beautiful person in the world cover, is going to Helen Mirren with her gorgeous white hair at 77 years old. Hello, the spotlight is on and we are off to the races. And you're saying to me, well, okay, well, what does that mean for me? I live in a small town in America. I'm pushing 60. I'll tell you what it means. We have always been treated two ways as we age. First way, you're invisible. Get out of the way. We don't want to hire you anymore. We don't want to see you anymore. We don't want to create anything for you because you don't have maybe have a huge lifespan to go and buying it the way Coca-Cola always said. We will hook our customer at four to five years old and keep them for their entire life. Well, now we're many of us living to be 100 and beyond, we are a viable consumer. Again, going back to capitalism and the fact that if you look like a walking dollar sign, you're going to get a lot of attention and many things that you want. Specialized clothing and fashion, specialized skincare, specialized hair products, which I desperately needed. But also, medical community is going to see that we have certain needs. Like I just got this miracle gel shot in my knee, truly a miracle from intense pain to feeling like I've got the joints of a 30 year old again. You know, I do want to say aging can be great. And I think if you are 50 to 60, you're just beginning to make that adjustment. 60 to 70, 70 to 80, 80 to 90 and beyond, you realize what a privilege, a particular privilege it is to still be here. And think of it as not only a privilege, but there must be a purpose in it. Because I think it's very intentional. Those of us who age well into our 70s, our 80s, our 90s. You have to really want to be here and truly work at it. This is not an automatic, but it's going to be made so much easier because we're going to have the respect of the business community. And you're going to see things invented for you that are going to be specifically for older people to take away the pain to take away the urgency, to take away the sense of non-awareness. And we are going to have our own imagery, our own stars, our own people to follow. You know, when I got through with breast cancer, which I was diagnosed at 72. So uh, that was, I was diagnosed Christmas Eve, good plan, not of 2017 and treatment all through 18 into the middle of 19, I felt like 
I was in a complete fog. In other words, my brain was operating, but I had no hair. I had to come out of that and say, am I going to color my hair again? It used to be long and red. No, I don't want those chemicals next to my brain and my scalp. Well, who am I going to follow? Who am I going to try to hook onto and at least partially look like so I can start rebuilding my image personally and professionally on television? And there was nobody. I tried to look like Carmen. Forget that. That was impossible. Apart from that, it was a fog that you had to work your way through. Those days are gone. You're now going to be able to look on the cover of international magazines. You're going to be able to look at movies that you enjoy and relate to. And there's going to be heroes that look like me, that look like us. Think about it. Teenagers today? Oh, my God. They go on social media. They've got 8 million images of other teenagers and 20-somethings their age for fashion, for makeup, for hair, for how you put your health regime together. We've got nothing. And, and even more amazing, when I invented the DG2 gene, which was my middle-aged gene, and then I went on to invent a great top that sold millions. And by the way, we sold over 20 million DG2 genes. That's how many women were really hungry at and past the age of 50 to look sexy again, to recouple and marry themselves for the age they were back to their youth. Nobody followed me. I thought, oh, I'm going to create my own little mini industry. Everyone's going to see that this is a huge financial success. And by the way, I didn't just keep it in America. When I thought to myself, okay, what is aging about for females? Hormones and lack of. Well, whether you're eating fish and chips in England or you're eating pasta in Italy or you're eating snails in Paris, we're all dealing with the same hormones. So I took my idea to Canada, shot to number one. Australia, shot to number one fashion. France, Germany, the UK, and Italy. I was number one all over the world in tele-retail for fashion. So I know you guys are out there, and I know you've got a hunger for finding a way to age that's better, happier. You, you've got to see this time of life as a privilege, not a punishment. And to tell you the truth, I was in so much pain with my knee that if I didn't have that treatment, which only came out of having baby boomers, 50 plus, be the largest generation in America, and a lot of us were runners all our life, and we needed a solution that wasn't hip replacement with, you know, months of downtime, I would be in a wheelchair by now. But instead, I'm walking around, I'm feeling great, and I'm enjoying life. So expect that there are going to be so many solutions coming right around the bend for us that are meant specifically for us. And we are going to feel like a valid part of society yet 
again. It's just going to take a little while, but it also takes having a voice, a community voice. And that's why I am hoping you will come to consider Too Young to Be Old, my new podcast all by myself. Yikes. That's a dream. That's a dream come true for me. As your entertaining information center. You know, when I retired in December from Teleretail, because I wanted a broader audience, I wanted a megaphone for my sisterhood, the 50 plus woman. People had all kinds of advice for me. Some said, Are you crazy? You're number one and you're retiring. Well, I wanted a new adventure. I'd always been adventuresome as a youth. I wasn't going to stop that now. Some said, oh, now you can just kick back and relax. Uh, No, I'm not a relaxing kind of person. And some said, oh, now you can go on a million cruises. Uh Uh-uh, I get seasick. What I observed in the very little time I had as a retired person without, I kind of had my goals set, but I didn't know how to open that first door. I thought to myself, I've got to be purposeful. And yes, the oldest living practicing doctor who lives in the UK and is 107 just had an interview and they said, what is your secret to longevity? And he said, never retiring. Well, that would be me. And that is why I'm so thrilled to have this podcast. Because for all things over 50, We're going to learn unique and inspiring ways to cope and prosper, to enjoy and celebrate this most precious time of life. And we're going to do it in a fun way, because to me, life should be filled with laughter. As a matter of fact, I always think to myself, when I went my first day into chemo, I thought, I am not going to let a day pass where I don't laugh or smile, because I think those are the greatest healing agents. So I want us all to get together and see all these different factors, all these different solutions, all the ways that we can celebrate life as years move on. Let me be your cheerleader for joyous aging. And I will say, in conclusion, May you always and forever be too young to be old. I'll see you next week. It's going to be our weekly podcast. I can't wait. And you're going to love our first guest. I'm not going to say more. Thank you so much for listening to Too Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Diane Gilman, or visit our website, thedianegilman.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review, and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number. Together, we'll prove that we are all too young be old.